All right, I'm Trevor. I'm Lauren. I'm Leo. And welcome to the Boo Crew Podcast Thanksgiving Special. No interview or guest on this one. We just felt like it had been a really long time since the three of us just got together and talked amongst ourselves. And to you listening, as we collectively begin our descent into the holiday season 2021 at time of release. So happy Thanksgiving to you and what we are thankful for is for you for listening. Thank you for hitting us up on Instagram for every post you comment and like. Thanks for being a Patreon, for subscribing, and for really being a part of our awesome little family. This show would simply not exist without you. Thank you. And how cool was it to see the Slice and Dice twins at Bloody Disgusting's 20th anniversary triple feature we did back in October. That was so cool. Yes. It was so crazy that day. And I remember we were having a conversation about decorations and those 12 foot skeletons. And I never finished my conversation. I almost felt like I had kids there because that happens so typically when you have kids, you start a conversation, you never finish it. And that's what I felt happened. I feel like I need to continue my conversation. (laughs) I know. I felt bad, too. I think I was talking about uh, Halloween Horror Nights. And we were just getting into a conversation. But then I think we got pulled away because there was three movies we were doing Q&A for, which was really, I think, the first time time we've ever done a QA and a during a screening before. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And we were, I mean, I was nervous as shit. I almost threw up. <laughs> so, like, for real. <laughs> I was in so much pain. Oh, I was yeah. on painkillers that day. That's oh, that's right. right. <laughs> and that was like the first time that we had really been in a packed theater since lockdown. And probably since you listening, if you were there, had been in a packed theater right. since lockdown as well. Yeah. But it was great, man. Beyond Fest was, it was incredible. And to talk to all those wonderful people the makers of uh directors of uh, writers of freddy versus jason fetty alvarez and roto Saeguez for evil dead 2013 and then like everybody from your next crazy <laughs> yeah. casting crew and producers yeah dude that was it was insane but what a memory but slice and dice twins we are very sorry we were pulled away and we can't wait to chat with you guys again and you know next up we're actually doing something coming up at time of release you could check this out. Midsummer Scream is producing season screamings, and that's December seventeenth to nineteenth in Pasadena. You can get tickets at midsummerscream.org. Not only can you get your spooky Christmas shopping done, but Butch Patrick is going to be there, and some other guests not announced yet, and some festive walkthrough haunts, and we'll be talking to Zach Galligan, star of Gremlins One and Two, and Waxwork on the Sunday. I'm so excited. Which is going to be really fun. And you know what? I've never seen Gremlins 2. That's so weird. Yes, this will be my first time. Yeah. I'm going to check it out over the over this holiday weekend. And I cannot wait. Like, that's one of those things where I've, I've had this conversation with people before. Like, people who haven't seen, say, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Or people who haven't seen 1988's Waxwork. Which is an incredible right. movie, by the way. I love when someone hasn't seen it because I get jealous 
of them being able to experience something like that for the first time. True. And I've had friends tell me the same thing about Gremlins too. Like, oh my God, you're so lucky. You haven't seen it yet. But how your did age. you miss it? I have no idea. I don't know. Like, I, I honestly cannot give you a good reason why that just fell off my radar for some reason. It played on HBO like a hundred times. Like, I've seen it so many times. As a kid, we didn't. Yeah. I mean, up in Canada, we didn't have HBO. We had First Choice and Super Channel. And I don't recall Obviously, it being on it wasn't there. First choice, if Gremlins <laughs> Two was on it. Yeah, it's, it's it's got some interesting things about it that uh, for a sequel, it's 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 definitely worth checking out. Right now, let's throw it out to the room. How are we doing, Lauren and Leo? What's going on? Oh man, doing well. Uh, doing well. Just getting ready for the holidays. How about you guys? Yeah, just hanging in there, surviving, Lauren. Tired. <laughs> Very tired. <laughs> I was yeah. sleeping on the couch 20 minutes ago <laughs> watching Freaky. Well, not not watching Freaky. I was trying to watch Freaky, but I've seen it so many times. So it's it's a very That's comforting funny. movie and I'm just exhausted, you guys. Yeah. Hey, everybody is. It is the season. Have you guys really been to the theater? I know we've been, have we had some th- theatrical experiences together as things have been safely slowly opening up have you guys been independently to any movies yourself leo i've been to one this past uh, weekend and believe it or not it was a friend's birthday and she bought the whole theater out no way that's awesome yeah <laughs> i've wanted to do that so bad this whole lockdown i've never done it once you can do it and it's so affordable it's scary and it was AMC Theater, by the way. It was AMC Theater, and I think the theater hold held like 200 people, and I think we, there were only 10 of us there. <laughs> Where was it? Where uh, was it? Not, what part of town was it in? Uh, South Bay. It was uh, Rolling Hills AMC. And let me guess Florence. Let me guess what you saw. The new Ghostbusters. No, I wish. <laughs> we ended up seeing the Marvel movies, uh, the Marvel movie, The Eternals. Oh, cool. And how was that? Which, um, um, no comment. But the cool thing is we all talked through the movie. So we all just got to say, oh, this is, you know, we just kind of voice our opinions throughout the whole two and a half hours of that movie, which is pretty funny. <laughs> but one hilarious moment is I'm walking in with a bottle of water and like the guy, you know, at the counter is like, oh, sorry, you can't come in with the water. Yet my friend walks in with a whole large pizza holding it sideways and under his, you know, under his arm and he walks straight in. <laughs> Pizza's I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm the guy that gets caught. Really? I'm like, you know, water? Really? But no, totally worth it. The experience, totally worth it. Just to have a, a theater to yourselves. Nobody, nobody bugs you. You can do whatever you want. We stuck in some food items and just had a good time. That's the one thing. Like, we've seen a couple things. We've seen, uh, well, Leo and I went to that screening of Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. That was outstanding. Yes. And of course, yeah. we, we were talking about how we were at Beyond Fest and did that triple feature. And, uh, so last night in Soho, too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Last night in Soho, Edgar Wright, the new Edgar Wright movie, which was amazing. And Lauren and I yeah. checked out The Black Phone with Ethan Hawke that you'll be able to check out February 4th. That movie is unbelievable. The it's one, so good. The one thing I'm missing, though, part of the theatrical experience that is so important to me, oh, is okay. I still don't feel safe eating popcorn and licorice and soda the way I normally would. When things were fully open. I don't know why. Maybe baby steps. I'm sure I'll get there. Yeah. There's some big movies I want to see that are coming out. I, I can't wait to see Del Toro's Nightmare Alley. I want to see Ghostbusters. Yeah. 
like 98% of the movie going experience to me is being able to sit there and like chuck popcorn at my face for like two hours. Yeah. It's such a big deal to me. I don't know. It feels weird sitting there not eating popcorn. I mean, I love experiencing a movie on a massive screen, but so much of it is popcorn and drink to me. I'm hoping that feels normal. I think like as our kids get uh, fully vaccinated over the next little while, maybe we'll feel a little better about doing that. But as for now, you know, just actually going into the movie theater is kind of like a big deal. So recommendations are things that you want to watch over Thanksgiving weekend. Lauren. Wow. Hit us up. What do I want to watch? Well, I want to finish you. Season three. Season three of you. Unbelievable show. I am so into it. I think it's the best season yet. Wow. That is a bold statement. I don't know if it's really a bold statement. Season one to me is just... Season one was incredible. Elizabeth Lale. Yeah. Penn Badgley. Amazing. But it's very different from season three. It is. Season three has a whole new dynamic. There's a family involved, right? Not to spoil anything, but just seeing the dynamics of how the idea of the story operates within a family is outstanding to to me and creates some very unique and hilarious situations. If you if you're familiar with the U universe, you know exactly what we're talking about. If right. not, get with it. You got to watch season one and season two before you really can appreciate season three. But yeah, season three is fucking hilarious, horrific, and amazing. Some people who didn't didn't you have an argument with someone about who they didn't consider it horror? Yeah, a lot. A lot of my friends don't consider it horror at all. They're like, "Oh, that's horror. That's not horror." I'm like. Right. Are we watching the same show? Like it's almost it's like they watch the they watch those true crime shows where it's, somebody's killing you know twenty people and kids and all that, and it's like, oh no, that's not horror. That's just true true crime, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that kind of blows my mind to me. I mean, to me, horror encapul- encapsulates all that, right? Yeah. So of course, yeah, I'm gonna back it up and say these are my mom friends, and I think there's a different universe of mom friends and then friends that get you and have similar likes but mom friends we share our kids which is something super strong and unique and something that I go to them if I have a problem like you know because let me tell you teenagers are tough what the hell did we just walk into I was just holding my baby and now she's almost 13 and she's just changing so it's really great to bounce stuff off of these friends but none of them like horror and i think they all think i'm like really weird (laughs) that (laughs) right we're always the outcasts like that's 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 the plight of the horror fan right yeah that's what brings us all together and you listening right now we're all in that same boat together yeah so they they're always like oh i'm not I'm not going to, they never want to hear what I'm watching because they know that it's not what they're watching. They're watching like Ted Lasso, which you may be watching Ted Lasso too, but I'm not. I'm watching like <laughs> other stuff. But um, yeah, they, they get a, they can't possibly like horror. So I feel like they have to like water it down and be like, that's not horror because I enjoy it and I wouldn't want to enjoy horror. That makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. That's I mean, yeah, that's 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 kind of like the the mainstream 
view of horror. What you're talking about yeah. right now. And it transcends to the movie industry, really. Yeah, they're like, ooh, horror, it's it's too gross for me. But I've seen Dexter, and I'm just <laughs> like, what the... Of course, yeah. I'm like, is Dexter horror? No. It's about a serial killer. <laughs> right. It's like the totally news. Not the That's same. not... I was like, oh, okay, so cool. I don't see there's any blurring of the lines when it comes to this being horror but epics chapel weight oh so good yes i don't know if a lot of people enough people are watching it because i don't hear a lot of people talking about it and it is a show that definitely should be talked about it is fantastic emily hampshire adrian brody based on stephen king's short story jerusalem's lot incredible set design amazing creatures it's a beautiful show love the writing yeah, it's it's overall um, the the is it the two brothers that, that created the show that mm-hmm. the, uh, the show yeah. runners. Um, it's I mean it's amazing what they created with with the um with the show the whole world just like you mentioned the writing is fantastic the costumes the acting is top notch the storytelling and if you really go into it blind and you don't know what it's about I mean halfway through it's kind of a surprise you're like oh I didn't see that coming you know. And it has some parallels to what Mike Flanagan did with Midnight Mass, you know. So it's 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 really cool. I I I think it's. I thought it was one of the best shows of the year, you know. And, and I'm definitely gonna go back and rewatch. Interesting. It's it's on Epics, right? And I keep asking people, like, do you have Epics? You could watch it. You could stream it, you know. And then everybody, you know, is like, you know, no, I don't. But but I'm kind of reading between the lines. I believe that Amazon is buying MGM Studios. They're just waiting for the deal to close. And I think MB, MGM runs Epics. So when that's done, I think it'll be on Amazon Prime, hopefully. And then, you know, more people at that point, see it. Definitely. Yeah, it'll get its second it's, life. Yeah, it's totally worth it. It's one of the best things I've seen, period. Yeah, unfortunately, they're just there's so much content out there and all of these new streaming platforms that, yeah, it's sad when some of these shows kind of almost seem to fall by the wayside just because of the tonnage that's out there. And there's just incredible things being made constantly. Another one of these shows is new on Showtime yellow jackets, which just fucking has been mind blowing. So yeah, it's incredible. Christina Ricci, Juliette Lewis pilot episode directed by Karin Kusama. It's one of the best shows I think I've ever seen. It's so good. And the episode one just clocks you over the fucking head. And again, go in, go in as dark as you can for this one. And and one thing that that you're doing with this is eventizing each episode. And Chucky's been doing that. Another great show, Chapelweight as well, where you got to wait week by week for each episode to be released, and it makes it an event. The Boo Crew will be right back. Remember the way Hitchcock kept you on the edge of your seat. Be 
and soon the darkness. A film starring Pamela Franklin, Sander Ellis, Michelle Dutrice. And soon the darkness. Distributed by Continental Films and Technica. Rated GP, all ages, parental guidance. I'm looking forward to Servant. Yes, Servant season three coming back soon. January. It's been so long since we've watched season two, it feels like. Like such a big gap. Yeah, we need to catch up. We really are need to rewatch, right? Yeah, the last few episodes at least to kind of get into that. Because once once you're in the middle of these episodes, like you just you live it. You crave it. It's all you want to do every night once the kids go to bed is to put on the next episode and see what happens. Like you get immersed in that world. And I I feel so distant from it now that if I just started on season three, if it came out tonight, I'd be like, whoa, what the, where am I? It's, it's, it's one of the few things on Apple plus it's horror, not number one. And number two, it's episodic and they're each what, like 35 minutes long. They're not that long. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And there's so much storytelling in those 35 minutes that, and great acting. I mean, the four, you know, the, the main cast is amazing. It's just I really am enjoying with what um, M Night Shyamalan has put together with you know his, his writers and and his team of directors because it's really compelling it, it's engaging and it keeps you like hooked. It's like at the end you know at the end of each episode it's like cliffhanger. What's coming next? You know. Um, so looking forward to that, to that one for sure. And if you haven't seen Midnight Mass, which I'm assuming most of you have, you need to watch it because oh, yeah. it is. So good. Yeah, you could binge that over the Thanksgiving yeah. holiday easy. Like yeah. eight episodes. You won't be able to stop. You could probably do it in about yeah. two days. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I watched it six times. Yeah, I think we've watched it at least three. And if we didn't have four kids, we'd probably watch yeah, it. Yeah, probably watch it more. Yeah. <laughs> it was I was just trying trying to pass the time after like the third time to, you know, while painting or doing something and it's on in the background, you know, and I realized like, oh wow, I'm watching it again, you know. Uh and also of course trying to absorb you know some nuances that i might have missed you know in the, the first time or so you know of course i was so excited i'm like great we're gonna talk to mike flanagan about this and of course i couldn't make it <laughs> so, oh so yeah bad. were you like moving somebody or something that day were <laughs> you so bummed yeah i was removing yeah for sure um but man i mean it, there's just so much great storytelling in that talk about world building and what he did with that show is so amazing you know it's like a, you know a very limited cast but they each brought their a game and there's just so much to dissect. I mean, there's so many people that, excuse me, there's very few people that have been talking to that have not seen it yet. And I'm like, why not? Like, what's the holdup, you know? And, and, and they're like, oh, I just don't care to, you know, to be like shown, you know, all this religious stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 there's a really cool big story plot line that's, you know, horror, you know, in there that you really got to like, like dive into. It's, it's, it's fantastic, you know, and those few holdouts i'm converting them you know the next uh, couple days here to, to definitely watch because it's, it's one of the best things on netflix hands down oh yeah by far hell i was i'm seeing things in that show that even flanagan didn't didn't see <laughs> like making shit up i'm like making shit up <laughs> Oh my god! I'm like looking right. in the background at like fucking mailbox numbers and stuff. I'm like, oh, oh right. it's all a code. I know it. There's messages right. in this. Sh- <laughs> like, like a crazy person. Uh, oh my oh, gosh! I love it. I love it. But we have a friend that started watching Midnight Mass, and they're on episode two, and we're like, wait till you get to episode three. 
That's that's what yeah. I tell everybody. Episode three is one of my favorite episodes of any show I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm so I gotta hit yeah. up Scott. He's gotta have seen episode three by now. We get, we'll check in with. Him. Are we going? Is there a soccer game this weekend? Or is that next weekend? No, that is this weekend. It's this weekend. Yeah. Nothing stops AYSO, man. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our kid had to make it to the playoffs, yeah. so we get extra games. That's right. It's like the AYSO is like the IRS, man. <laughs> They're coming yeah. for you no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking seven o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. Get up, bitch. Yeah. Soccer time, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And then Lord. when they win the championship, the following day will be the first day of spring school, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So and you have to drive to San Diego or something. Everett's like, right. oh my gosh, they're doing a spring session. Sign me up. I was like, oh my God. Uh, don't tell him about that spring session. No, he found out. <laughs> oh, he found out. His coach said oh, wow. they're offering a spring session, so sign up. And he's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, uh, I need to recover. That's funny. Wow. Uh, a couple other holiday themed films you got to check out Black Friday. Devin Sawa, yes. Bruce oh, Campbell, so Ivana Vaccaro. And if you're on the festive tip, Christy, 2014, free now on Tubi. Ooh. One of the only horror movies that I can think of that actually takes place oh, over Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's a college student who stays on campus over the break. And she's terrorized by a ritualistic cult. And it's a really, really cool. It's some great like masks and stuff too. It's a really fun slasher. And Lauren and I will probably check out Knives Out. Of again. course, of course. It's not <laughs> Thanksgiving without Knives Out. And it's yeah. that that is a horror film, right? Can we say it's horror adjacent? Murder mystery. Definitely. You've got a massive yeah. haunted house. I don't think yeah. there are any ghosts in there. Aesthetic wise, it's a haunted house, yeah. right? The typical Victorian looking yes. haunted house. Yeah. I will give you that. Fall yeah. vibe. It came out, I think, last last year, two years ago. Two years ago? When? Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago yeah. on Thanksgiving weekend. That's when we saw it anyway. And it's got the holiday wrapped inside of it for us. So we will always watch that on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And at the time of release of this episode, we're wrapping up on the first season of Chucky. Have you guys been watching? You guys have been caught up? We got to catch up over this weekend. I think we are episode five. So we have yeah. what three more to catch up on. Are they yeah. out? Is yeah. eight out now? Uh, I think is eight the last one. Because if, if it is, that comes out next week. Yeah. Yeah. So we're at the last so, one coming so, out. Yes. The last yeah. one I so, saw was Fiona was on it. Oh yeah, you had seen. Yeah, oh, you you yes. were an episode ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think you watched episode six. Yeah, I think that was good. Yeah, it, six, it, five, six, and seven are fantastic, and and I'm sure eight's supposed to be mind blowing. But it's so great to see Devin Sawa play two two roles, and and of course you know guests of the show also Devin and, and Barbara Allen Woods and her daughter Olivia Allen Lynn playing mother and daughter on the TV show. Brad Dourif, you know, back as the voice of Chucky, Jennifer Tilly, Fiona Dourif, playing a very interesting character. I don't, even, I don't want to spoil it if you've not seen it. It's totally worth seeing what they did with Fiona Dourif because they're really like taking the whole Child's Play Chucky like universe into like one big bubble and exploring all the storylines in season one, which is really interesting. I, I did not see that coming. Yeah, what Don Mantini did is pretty spectacular, and and of course just watching Chucky kill off these people you know nobody's safe <laughs> definitely worth it i also want to talk about night books because if you're oh, looking yeah. for a good movie to watch with your kids 
That's right. You can put it on with whoever's in the room around the uh, turkey table. Yes. What did David say? It was a... Hard, uh, hard PG? Or? Hard PG. Yes. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Director David Yarvesky says a hard PG. It's yeah. so fun. And I he love the way. He did a great he... job in directing my, my girlfriend, uh, Kristen Ritter. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, was I, was like, like, yeah. I was like, what's that movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, God. The witch. <laughs> yeah, Christian yeah, Ritter was fantastic in that movie. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, a great gateway horror film. We've seen it probably that that movie oh, we've probably seen six or seven times. Oh, at least I've seen it way more because like, during the day, our seven year old watches it. Like, yeah, she's obsessed. She was born on Halloween, just getting into horror, and this is this is probably her real gateway, right? Yeah, definitely. She is like in it, and she has all these questions about it. So it's really cute. It's just scary enough that kids are kind of like oh a little bit trepidatious yeah and it's just scary right. enough to keep adults completely engrossed and still like it is some really freaky cool like evil dead style moments because sam raimi's producing this thing too and yep. the costume design by autumn steed unbelievable oh, she worked so on cool yarvo's other movie Brightburn as well so yeah. she, her her work is so cutting edge and every single costume in everything she's ever done tells a story. They're so gifted and to see them working together again on this movie is just unbelievable. The kids are fantastic and yeah, like, there's some great creature design. It's so cool. And the, the aesthetic of the apartment, like the witch's apartment where she lives is fucking one of the coolest things I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, I was drooling. Yep. The one thing that wraps the whole thing up into a nice little bow is the score by Michael Abel. So yes. the show as well. That's He's right. so good, man. He's one of my favorite composers. Definitely up there in the top two or three in the horror genre for sure. He's so nice too. I always see but, videos uh, of him on Instagram, I think, with like orchestras and they're always so interesting. Yeah, he actually did. Uh, I think he did a live score to us, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get out. I that's, think that's down, right. down uh, you know, the Ellie Opera put that on, and actually, my sister's affiliated with that. And the funny thing is, she was asking me about that, and I brought up his name, not knowing that this was already in motion. <laughs> so, you know, like a week later, it's like, oh, he's doing the live thing. And I was like, that's so cool. And then I told her, you know who else is going to do that? The Newton Brothers. But that's not going to happen. Those guys are so busy for the next like 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> for the next 50 years. That would be incredible, though, to see in. the Newton brothers do something, one of those oh live gosh. to picture scores. Oh my God. We should yeah. tell them. We should convince them. Yeah. Make yeah. it a boo crew event. <laughs> I'm so yep. there. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to just take a quick second just to recommend a film that we've talked about on the show before that I don't think gets enough love, and I would love to throw it out there. Because it is one of the one of the horror films that blew my mind over the past few years, and that's Incident in a Ghost Land from 2018 by Pascal Logier, who did yeah. Martyrs, the original Martyrs, back in 2008. And this film stars Taylor Hickson and Amelia Jones, who I, I can't believe I never put it together. She's the sister in Lock and Key. She's <gasps> oh, Kinsey. Oh, interesting. That's right. Yeah, I never even, Just, like, okay. I totally spaced on that. Yeah. Till the other day, I was like, holy shit, wow. And, you know, we've been watching Lock and Key season two, which is, oh my God, so great. They've already finished season three as well. So that'll be coming out eventually. And uh, that movie, Incident in the Ghostland, one of the, 
one of the big just knocked me on my ass at one point in the middle of the movie literally took my breath away i remember having to pause it and walk around the room just to take it in oh my god such a fantastic film that's my recommendation if you need something to watch this long weekend and if you haven't seen it incident in a ghost land i have to mention uh last night in soho edgar wright i mean this movie blew my mind i mean it's just like like you know how people watch these movies and you know like uh what is it i'm thinking of like la la land and all that they're like oh it's so amazing cinematography and all that and i'm like no 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 go see last night in soho <laughs> you know i'm just now finding out like some of the stuff how it was shot and it's really mind-blowing how the two leads with Anya taylor joy and uh thomas and mckenzie how they um they did the whole swap thing in real in real time with, with like some dance sequences and stuff and it's just like insane the choreography that went into it of course it's you don't think it's horror and then it becomes full-blown horror by the you know the third act of the movie so um definitely uh check that out it's expanding into further theaters i believe as as the days go on but um yeah, i loved it i loved it it's really good now it's a beautiful beautiful movie and edgar wright of course he's he's one of the greats oh gosh Shaun yep. of the dead watch both at the same time Watch yeah. Shaun of the Dead and then not at the same time, but watch them one after another. <laughs> That'd be and to, you know, and speaking, of, speaking of dead, same time. yeah. And speaking of dead, though, speaking of dead, <laughs> if you're into like you know the blood and gore and like practical effects, I really love. I'm loving the whole Day of the Dead, a Stephen Kostansky TV show. I mean, there's a lot of that in my TV show. Awesome, oh, Kostansky's so, man. Kostansky's my hero. Yeah. He's such a freaking amazing dude. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's also had the opportunity of working with Guillermo del Toro on films in Crimson Peak and Masters Effects up in Toronto. They've been just knocking it out of the park with everything. And Kostansky's just a genius, man. Psycho Goreman, all that. Oh, God, love him. Love him. He's got to be sharpening in his knives right now, just waiting for the Friday the 13th, like, lawsuits to clear because he needs to direct one. Oh, dude, it'd be the best thing ever. It, yep. it really would. I, oh, you know what I'm looking forward to? The new paranormal activity. Do we? Oh yes, it? we have to watch it. Yeah, we're gonna watch it this weekend. We're gonna check that out. Yeah, have you seen the new? That was a fun one. You saw the new one? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. They're, they do some really fun things with it. Um, I've also been told you're able to go in without having to really know much of the backstory leading up to it in right. any other previous films, which is exciting to me because I've only ever seen the first one. And I need to do some catching up on that whole series. Chris Landon and all these great, great filmmakers who have done the rest. Yeah. God, I, I, the first one blew my mind. So I cannot wait to watch the rest of them. But yeah, I'm going to start with the latest. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. I mean, and I mean, I just, just to think that the whole franchise was started by, you know, a little um, computer programmer by the name of Oren Pelly, who just made this movie on his laptop for like nothing with two actors. You know, it's like. He changed, you know, the face of horror right there with the whole, you know, found footage thing. Um, of course, not an original concept, but what he did with it, what he did with so minimalistic location and ideas and all that, it just opened the doors, you know, for not only the, only the franchise, but many other ideas out there. All that said, thank you so much for being here with us. We are here for you whenever you need us, connected by our love of horror and the beauty and the darkness. Till next time, it's Trevor. Lauren. And Leo saying, what do you say at the end there, Lauren? Say bloody. No, that's the wrong one. Yeah. Uh, Mahalo. No. no. 
Oh, sweet screams. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at TalesFromTheBoo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shands and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Bye! A bloody disgusting podcast network. Home of the Boo Crew. For horror-centric interviews. SCP archives. Weekly full cast storytelling. Horror queers. Genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective. And creepy. For disturbing and terrifying creepypastas. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts.